والسلام على خير الأنام والمرسلين سيدنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا وإمامنا وقرة أعيننا وقدوتنا سيدنا محمد الصادق الأمين وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين ومن اتبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد <coughs> Respected listener of Merkaz Sahaba Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Once again Zakaria Samir welcomes you into another episode of your program Ma'Allah Firstly, I thank the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for His unlimited bounties, unlimited ni'mas that He has bestowed upon us free of any charge. And that is out of the mercy of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, out of the love of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out of his care for all of us we thank you Allah and we plead to you and we beg of you that you increase those nu'mas upon us Ya Allah and amongst the best of nu'mas your guidance to the straight and the right path that you haven't given to everybody but you have selected it for special slaves of yours oh Allah please grant us more of this guidance open our eyes to see the right from the wrong and help us to take the right path Ameen Ya Rabbal Alameen The Holy Quran contains treasures upon treasures and in order to see those treasures we need to learn the Quran as simply if I bring you diamond 
in its raw vision, you will not be able to identify it as diamond. You will think it is like stones because the color of the raw diamond is black. And you will throw it away because you don't have the eye that knows it. You don't have the knowledge that can identify those stones to be diamond. So you'll throw it away, not knowing that this is a treasure that you're throwing away. So what we need to do in order to identify the treasures of the Qur'an, the everlasting miracle that will remain as a miracle until the day of Qiyamah, is to learn the Qur'an. And there is no shame of learning the Qur'an even in our old age. But instead, we will gain more knowledge and we'll gain more wisdom and understanding of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Instead, our Iman will become stronger. Our connection with the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will become firmer and our Iman's feet will become more solid. Our love to the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will increase and we will be for sure knowing <coughs> that we are on the right path. From there we will learn and we will teach others, insha'Allah. And as Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned in one of his authentic ahadith <coughs> that khayrukum man ta'allama al-Qur'ana wa'allamah The best amongst you are those ones who learn the Qur'an and teach others. Today I have a lesson for you of the Quran. Do you know the ayah that says, وَمَن يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجًا وَيَرْزُقْهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبْ وَمَن يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجًا وَيَرْزُقْهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبْ One of the ayahs that has abundance of treasures in it. It means, and whosoever is aware of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he who is mindful of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that is the meaning of yattaqi, coming from the word taqwa. 
taqwa which is actually the target of the almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after siyam the almighty Allah says in the holy Quran ya ayyuhalladheena amanu كُتِبَ عَلَيْكُمُ الصِّيَامُ كَمَا كُتِبَ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ All you who believe, fasting has been ordained upon you, as it has been ordained to the people before you, so you may gain taqwa. In many verses, in many sections of the Quran, the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Be aware of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Be mindful of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When, O oh Ya Allah, when should be aware of you in your dealings? in your life, in your matters, with your family, with your friends, with your neighbors, with your children, with your grandchildren, with your workers, with your bosses, with everybody around you. Be aware of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when you are dealing with them. When you are aware with the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you will do everything that makes the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala satisfied with you. Yes, this is what happens when you are mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You won't lie, you won't cheat, you won't steal, you won't do wrong, you won't sin actually, you might make mistakes. Yes, but sins will be far away from you. Why? Because your mind is aware of Allah. Oh, Allah can see me. Allah can hear me. Allah there is between me and this person that I am communicating with. So I'm not going to do wrong. I'm going to always keep myself in between the lines. I'm not going to go ahead to the red line. And this is taqwa. And when you are aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you do wrong, you will immediately repent. You will immediately repent and you will try to cover this mistake quickly before it is written in your bad deeds records. And whosoever is aware of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will open for him a way. Allah will open for him a way and will sustain him from where he does not expect. He does. This is the power of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And with regards to this ayah, respected listener, I have... A beautiful story that I have received today from one of our listeners that is related to this ayah. I want you to listen to the story and pay attention 
See the power of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Is it true that he will take me out of one of the predicaments and will sustain me from where I did not expect? Let us listen to the story, which is a true story, and uh, ponder upon the ayah through the story. The story is narrated by Qadi Abu Bakr Muhammad bin Abdul Baqi Al-Ansari. Rahmatullahi alayhi. He mentioned the following story of his life. I was a student, he says, in Mecca al-Mukarramah. One day, I was hungry, and I could not find anything to eat. On my way home, I found a small velvet pouch tied with a string of silk. I picked it up and took it home with me. When I reached home, I opened the pouch. I found a pearl necklace which was more beautiful than anything that I had ever seen before. I later went out and saw an old man who was holding a cloth containing 500 dinars. He was shouting, This money is a reward for whoever returns to me a pouch which I lost containing a pearl necklace. I thought to myself, I am in need and extremely hungry. Let me return the purse to the old man and collect the rewards so that I can use the money for my needs. I went to the man and said, Come with me, and then led him to my home. When we reached my home, I asked him to describe the pouch so that I could confirm that he is the owner. After he correctly described it, I took it out and handed it to him. He then presented me with the reward of 500 dinars. I, that at that moment, I had a change of heart. I refused to accept the reward and said, it was my duty to return the pouch to him, so there is no need for me to give, uh, to give me any reward. The man continued to insist that I take the reward, but as much as he insisted, I continued to refuse and did not accept it. After some time, I left Mecca al-Mukarramah and boarded a ship to travel to a certain place. During the journey, the ship was wrecked and all the passengers drowned. Only I survived and managed to haul onto a piece of the ship that was floating. In this way, I continued to float in the ocean, not knowing where I was going to. Eventually, I drifted to an island on which Muslims were living. I went to one of their masjids and I began to recite the Quran Majid from memory. When the people of the island heard me recite, 
they all came to me and asked me to teach them the, to recite the Quran Majid correctly. I began to teach them and was well rewarded for my services. One day, I noticed a few pages of the Quran Majid in the masjid and picked them up to recite. When the people saw me holding the pages, they asked me whether I was able to, to, to read and write. When I said yes, they asked me to teach them how to read and write as well. Soon, many of them brought children along well. Through teaching the people, I earned a livelihood and became completely independent. Qadi proceeds saying the story. He says, later on, they asked me to marry a wealthy orphan girl in the community. I initially refused, but when they insisted, I agreed. After the nikah was performed, the girl was brought to me. On seeing her, I was absolutely dumbstruck. Around her neck was a necklace, the very same necklace that I had found many years ago. I was so shocked that I could not tear my ears, my eyes, away from, from it and continue to share. I mean, continued to, st to stay until the people said to me, Oh, Sheikh, you will break your, your, bride's, uh, 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 your bride's heart by staring at the necklace instead of you looking at her. I then told them the story of the necklace and they all began to shout, Allahu Akbar, Alhamdulillah. I asked them why they were so excited. And they replied, the man who had taken the necklace from you was the father of that girl. He used to say regarding you, I never met a more truthful Muslim. May Allah Ta'ala bring him to us so that I may marry him to my daughter. This dua of his has now been fulfilled. I lived with my wife and was blessed with two sons from her. So finally passed away and I together with my two sons <clears throat> inherited her necklace later. My two sons also passed away and I became the sole owner of the necklace. I eventually sold it for 100,000 dinars. What do you say about this? Can you, can you imagine the meaning of that word, of that ayah? وَمَنْ يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجًا وَيَرْزُقُهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ And whosoever is aware of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whosoever keeps Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his mind, in his heart, in his actions, in his words, in his ways, in his dealings, in his belief, 
He will open a way for you out of your predicament, no matter what the predicament is. He will make an easy way when it's difficult. He will make a lightened way when it's dark. He will give you health when it is sickening. He will give you when everybody is taking. Subhanallah. Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, wa allahu akbar, wa la hawla wa la quwwata illa billahi al-alayhi al-azim, wa yarzuquhu min haythu la yahtasib, and he will sustain you, he will give you from where you did not expect, from where you did not expect this qabi, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala definitely took him out of predicaments upon predicaments, so many, and blessed him and sustained him from where he did not ever expect. Absolutely correct. That's the power of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A wonder of the wonders of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is how we learn the Quran, respected listener. You need to go read, understand, and implement what you learn from the Quran. Put it in your practical life. Exercise upon it. Then you will see the miracles then you will see the wonders, then you will see the powers of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Remember something that is, that is mentioned in the Quran, respected listener. Whosoever obeys Allah and obeys his Prophet, Allah will give him a decent life. Definitely. Hayatan tayyibah. Allah will give you a decent life, even if it is a poor life, but decent. Even if it is a humble life, but decent. Decent. People will respect you. People will love you. People will like you. Your family will love you. Your, neighbor, your neighbors will like you. You will be considered as a decent person, even if you are poor, even if you don't have a car, even if you, are, you have a very humble type of a job. That does not degrade you in any way. Even if you don't have so much of new clothes, even if you don't eat the best of the food, but you are satisfied, you are decent. You don't stretch your arm to anybody to help you. You only ask Allah. You only depend on Allah. You don't depend on anyone but Allah, the Almighty, subhanahu wa ta'ala, Jalla Jalalu. This is how you become decent. By not begging the people, you become decent. By not running after people, you become decent. By asking the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only, you will be decent. Aziz, 
decent. Aziz, dear. Dear to who? Dear to the people. Because you don't ask them anything. They don't like the person who asks them. They don't like the, pe the people who, uh, who follows them and look at what they have and what they don't have. They don't like it. They like the person who is keeping his eyes to himself. He is keeping his, his hands to himself. He is keeping his, his, his mouth to himself. He is keeping his eyes away from them. He doesn't want to see their faults. doesn't want to know their secrets. doesn't want to be inquisitive upon them. And this is how you are going to be. If you are aware of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you keep yourself only with Allah. He is definitely most satisfying. You don't need to know anything about anyone. You need to know only about Allah. About Allah. When you focus on the knowledge of the Quran, you won't have time. You won't have time to be inquisitive on people or interacting with people or wanting to know this and maybe spreading news about people and talking unnecessarily about people. That's a great sin and we don't want to go to that extent. But you can fill your time with something that is rewardable to you, something that is beneficial to you, something that will impact on you with goodness, that will benefit you in this life, it will benefit you in the qabr, and it will benefit you there by the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the best, the best act ever that you can do in this life. Learn the Quran, study the Quran, and practice what you learn. Practice what you learn. You don't have to be half of the Quran, but you need to know a learner of the Quran. You need to be a learner of the Quran. Recite the Quran the proper way. Learn from the Quran its wisdom. Gain from its treasures and implement upon it. Implement it in your practical life. This is my reminder for you today, respected listener. And I hope, inshallah, Rabbil Alameen, that you work on it. Since that we are approaching the month of Ramadan, the month of the Quran, so you engage yourself with the Quran. That is the best. The best ibadah during the month of Ramadan, the month of the Quran, is to be engaged with the Quran. Learn what you didn't learn before. Study what you didn't study before. And practice upon what you study and what you learn. Ameen. Ya Rabbil Alameen.
Yeah. 